This is Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing. Thanks for staying with us. It's Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing and Zach Jenkins of North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. Our phone number, 864-404-4900. And online, you can always find us at northstar65.com. And George, joining us for a uh, special segment now, one of our advisors in the office specializing in long-term care planning, Mary Elise Fendi. Mary Elise, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. It's always great to have the different folks in the office, George, on the show because uh, you really take a comprehensive approach at North Star, and and Mary Lee's has helped a lot with helping people plan for that time. I mean, it, this is a hard discussion to have, really, for a lot of people. But working with somebody like this, it kind of takes the sting out of it a little bit, right? Well, you know, it's a big deal when we're talking about this. We're going to talk a little bit about Mary Lee's background. It's why it's appropriate. I think you'll you'll find it very interesting. But we did a uh, presentation for our clients. We we're going to do it in a conference room. We sent an email out to our clients, uh, Jerry, um, earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. We figured a conference holds about 10 people. We could do it nice. We could put some sandwiches out back and do a presentation. We have our attorney, too, in the office who does the Medicaid, you know, coordinates it. Hey, these are your choices uh, legally and, and how to really defer these costs if it was to happen to you or your family. So we went from the conference, Mary Lee's comes in, she goes, we're up to like 12, 14 people. Okay. So we go to another <laughs> venue and which holds 30 and she called and reserved it and called and canceled, said we're over 30. And Holy I think, cow. uh, we end up with about 55, 60 people in there wow. for, for yes. It's a hot Even ticket. A, it is a hot ticket and it's an important ticket. And we're blessed that our clients were aware of that because if you're going to retire or in retirement, and if your standard of living is important to maintain for you and your family, you had better have a conversation about long-term care planning. Mm -hmm. We do a disservice to folks out there if you don't have a dialogue. Now, when we bring that up, somebody's driving, oh, you're talking about insurance, trying to pitch insurance. No, we are not. Insurance is obviously one way to de-risk that financial risk, but there's other things as well. And uh, before we jump into that, though, I think we'd like to talk a little bit about your background, why, one reason why you're here, and to what that journey of where you got to where you are. Sure. Thanks, George. Ten years ago, um, my friend and I were in the business of looking into buying a franchise. And, you know, we were looking into the medical field. That was a little bit of both of our backgrounds. And so we ended up buying a home care franchise. And it really changed my life in terms of, uh, you know, my career path and and really understanding, you know, the long term care world, because typically when someone needs home care, it's in a crisis. You know, it's really scary. It's, you know, can be financially, you know, devastating for a lot of families that didn't make a plan. And uh, really from day one, my experience in long-term care is that I was reading policies and filing long-term care on a weekly basis to help families, you know, get approved, get paid to be able to afford the care. And so through that led me um, a couple years of doing that, really five, I got real, really burned out as I'm sure you can imagine. And then I went to work for a corporation that owns continuing care retirement communities, actually the fourth largest in the country. They were one of our clients for home care and still continued in that journey, reading long-term care policies, helping families uh, file those. And I just learned so much about the industry and the business. And, you know, long-term care to me, long-term care planning, it's not about insurance. It's about having a strategy because 
long-term care really is, you know, risk management. And one of the reasons why I aligned with North Star over the last couple of years and, and sending them a lot of clients um, is because we both agree that, you know, we try to get risk as little as possible when you get into your retirement years. And, you know, I could go on and on about the subject, but, you know, owning a, a home care company with my friend, working for a corporation uh, that you know has communities from Connecticut to Florida, working in nursing homes um, through that company. I mean, I've seen and been there for all aspects of long-term care. So I go through and have those conversations with family about long-term care planning. You know, the first thing we talk about is not insurance. It's about, you know, your strategy and, and not just you, but what happens if you need to help take care of your parents. And so that's a part of our conversation and planning as well. And uh, then naturally, I just because George and Zach, they were doing such different things in the area when it comes to retirement planning, just like you said, comprehensively, they were talking about things that no other advisors, you know, in my experience with our clients were talking about and helping people plan. And, you know, then one day I found myself on the other side of the fence. Why don't we just make it official? We are working together, helping so many clients plan to pay for retirement communities. And it just made sense for me to come on board and help, you know, grow the services for North Star clients and for long term care. Well, Mary Lisa, I think that that kind of partnership and working together has been really beneficial for so many of the clients that George has worked with over the years. I know you've helped people find a lot of solutions. I don't know if you have this on top of your head, but there are some really alarming statistics that I've heard before about just how common it is for people to have some kind of extended long-term care necessary in their lives. People really need to take a look at this because the earlier you get on this, I think you end up having more options that are going to end up making you more comfortable at that point in your life, right? Absolutely. I mean, and you know, a lot of people avoid the conversation about long-term care that that's normal because it is scary. And, you know, you are having to talk about death and, you know, what happens to you if you can't take care of yourself and what happens to your spouse if you can't take care of them. I mean, those are very difficult things to talk about, you know, so to be able to have the freedom to talk about scary things in little doses over time and make plans for those. And it's also easy to rationalize not doing something. Yeah. Right. Say, well, it's not going to happen to me or I'll just do something to myself and won't be a burden to the family or I don't have enough money or things like this. It's very typical, folks. It's not just you. It's human nature, right? You've been on that side with people saying, I can't believe how many people that you met. I can't believe this is actually happening to me. Everybody plans on this stuff, right? You go to a nursing home and you walk in there, you walk, Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, who in here planned on being in here? Mm. There will not be a single, Hey, that was my goal. You know, it's not a goal, but it really is. And a lot of times what we're talking about too, you've seen this, all the visitors that come and see people, the grandkids, the great grandkids. And if you've got a standard quality of life, that's still nice. You just need some help. And that help is expensive, right? But you're watching life's journey, the, your kids that you raised have kids, watching them raise them and being a part of it. You just can't not but be excited to see where these grandchildren are going. You just want to be comfortable in that, that arena and not worry about the finances. And I think part of that too, Mary Lisa, you've seen that both sides, is one spouse is in the facility and the other spouse is at home and mm. you know, watching the funds get depleted. 
Absolutely. I mean, you want to have options because you never know what's going to happen. And um, if you start early enough, you can plan to have all of those options. And for example, one of the problems that I ran into with my previous company is that you know, we had independent living. A lot of people really consider moving to an independent living community in, you know, their late 70s, early 80s. If you get a diagnosis with Parkinson's, let's say, and it becomes more difficult to drive, you know, and then anyway, obviously there are a lot of good reasons to move to an independent living community. But what would happen is, let's take that same couple, you're paying for your independent living expenses and then your spouse does need to move to assisted living or memory care that's on campus and that's great. So you can see them every day. They're familiar you know, with the community and the staff, but then all of a sudden you're paying for memory care and independent living at the same time. You know, and those prices, if they're not planned for, again, can be financially devastating. And, you know, we've seen a lot of family with their kids unexpectedly having to help their parents pay for that. That's not uncommon. I shared this with Mary Elise earlier. In the Wall Street Journal on this past Tuesday, there's an article titled, Caring for Older Relatives is So Expensive That Even AARP's Expert Filed for Bankruptcy. That's quite a head. Wow. And it goes like wow. this, folks. Amy Goyer, and she's not afraid to use her name. She wanted people to know, is AARP's family and caregiving expert. She's written two books on the subject and has her own consulting business. And here's her quote. I'm a caregiving expert. How did I end up in bankruptcy? Well, she depleted her savings on her parents. One ended up having a stroke. Dad had Alzheimer's. She did everything in her powers to keep them independent and give them a standard of living. She ended up moving to do this, and she ran up huge credit card bills and finally came to a point where you know, she couldn't, couldn't work, uh, lost everything. She is an expert. She writes books on this stuff, right. and it happened to her. So it can happen to anybody. If you don't have a plan in place and you don't have the, the means to do something like this, and I'm not saying we're not going to dip into the whole thing and everything, but that's giving you an idea. This woman wants the world to know that planning for this is not just affecting your parents, but affecting the family. Yes. And I should say that my real start in uh, senior living and in long-term care, which is how most people find themselves in the industry, is they have a, a personal family experience. And, and that happened to me. My uh, stepmom, who my parents, have they've been remarried for you know almost 30 years. And I'm very close with her and her mom when she was in her early 60s had a stroke and was paralyzed and uh, could not speak and lived in a hospital bed for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And my stepmom took care of her for 10 years. And ended, she ended up, you know, finally could go into a nursing home. But uh, that is what prompted me to consider looking into the home care field for a yeah. franchise. And, you know, then, you know, obviously goes from there. So let's just take a couple of minutes and we can do this all day, right? I mean, it really is that big a deal, but a couple ideas for solutions, things to look at. One is legally transferring assets to protecting where you want to go. Certainly an option. We've got an estate planning attorney in our office, uh, Wade Kupchak. If you have questions on transferring assets or going down that path, if you have questions on that, give us a call and Wade can walk you through and give you a, it's a complimentary consultation, see if that's the best way to go for you. And that's about protecting your assets if it's too far down the path. It gets kind of complicated, we don't have the time on the radio, but it's certainly an option. Uh, Self-insuring, you might feel you have enough assets. Let's just make sure uh, you do. 
and we walk people through scenarios. I said, something was to happen to you today. Let's see how that would play out. And if you do have enough, it's, it's self-evident. Uh, transferring risk over to an insurance company, certainly an option there too. Uh, quickly, a couple of ideas for folks out there you might not be aware of. There is the old school, which is pay as you go. You know, you pay the premiums of your whole life. They're reasonable you, within your budget. Uh, a lot of times, though, people have had, uh, we kind of avoid that. We don't really do that a lot anymore. The reason being, you know, people don't like to pay on stuff they may never use. Mm-hmm. Also, the risk of premiums going up is notorious for years with these premiums people were paying on all of a sudden they're doubling or tripling. We try to avoid that. What we steer people towards, if it makes sense, would be to having these plans where you can either do a lump sum, pay it once and be done, or you can pay it up, which means pay it up, be done with it maybe in five years or even seven years and no more premiums. And they're contractually guaranteed not to go up. If you never need it, it goes tax-free to your relatives, to your beneficiaries. How's that? You never lose the money. It's going to go to somebody. If you want your money later down the road, let's say there's a change of direction, usually after five years, you can you can walk away with everything you put into it. You're not going to get interest on it, but you did get five years of protection, right? That's not bad. Also, it pays cash, basically an indemnity. You can use the money however you wish. You can have the handicap ramp go up. You can pay your kids if they're going to you know, stop working and take care of you. They don't care. It's a cash plan, and you can go ahead and do that. If you own a business, there's tax breaks included in there. Give me a call. Uh, we'll walk you through and how you can uh, adjust some of that against your business expenses. There's another one where there's no health questions. Wow. And it, yeah, I mean, you can, this is a you can't be in a facility when you when you purchase it, but there's no health questions. They take a few years to ramp up, but I'll tell you what, they're, they're amazing vehicles out there, Jerry. These are just a couple of options out there. They're basically, the excuses not to do something are gone mm-hmm. at the very least. There's also what they call half a loaf which would be, you know, maybe take out transferring some of the risk and you incur some of the risk out there to keep so more money in your pocket, less than the insurance companies. So there's a multitude of things out there. Also just wrapping up with this, a lot of times, you ever hear about people over-insuring? Yes. Okay, there's people, I don't see as many as you used to, but people used to have all those life insurance policies. Like right. they just carry these premiums and it was just kind of crazy. But what you want to do is make it appropriate. Sit down, we'll show you the cost of what care is, five, 10, 20 years out if something was to happen to you. But you're going to have income. You already have savings. Uh, that social security check you get if you went to a facility or assisted living, that social security check doesn't go away. That can help towards pay the cost of care. And then you just need to make up the difference so you're not draining your bank accounts. So there's a lot to talk about about here. There's a lot of solutions. And the good part is usually with an hour, hour and a half, we can construct a plan for you and find the best direction to go. But having somebody like Mary Elise has been on that side of it. You know, I have certification in long-term care planning myself, by the way. We've got Wade Kupchak, an attorney in here who handles that side, the planning side of it, the transfer of wealth, if need be, if that's the way to go. And it's all coordinated. So finishing up with this, really, we want to really tell people, I said, listen, if you're working with an advisor, great. But if you haven't had that conversation, you might really want to consider giving us a call and learning about that because it really drives me nuts, Jerry, when somebody comes in, they say, well, my advisor's dismissive. Mm. He just says, don't worry, you've got enough. I almost cringe when I see that. Yeah. You've got to have a plan for those dollars. You've got to make sure that when this time of life comes, because most of us are going to need some sort of long-term care, 
Uh, you've got a strategy in place for that, and you've done the work ahead of time. And working with a whole team, taking that comprehensive approach is uh, one of the best ways that you can do that. We're having a discussion today with Mary Elise Findig at North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. She's an advisor specializing in long-term care planning. If you're looking at exploring those kinds of solutions and finding out how some advanced planning can help save you a bit of a headache down the road and open up some more options for care for you. George, you started this discussion saying that a lot of people just kind of write off the long-term care insurance because it's gotten so expensive, but there's just so many more options now than there used to be. And that's why exploring these topics is so valuable. You know, it's not about you. If you're listening to this, it's not about me. It's about your family. It's about people that care about you and saying, you know, you always hear the old, I don't want to be a burden. Right. I get it. So what are you doing about it? Right. What's that about? Ask yourself this. If your kids are going to help or your spouse is going to help, do you want them to be a care manager or caregiver? Do you want them to be having to take care of your needs, changing, bathing, things like that? Or being able to oversee hiring quality, good people, you know, that are skilled at what they're doing and you can coordinate that is a completely different world. Finishing up with this, we talk about long-term care. Almost everybody starts thinking nursing homes, right? That's that right correlation there. What we talk about is avoiding the nursing home. These are called nursing home avoidance plans Mm. to stay home, to remain independent. If you do need to go to a facility, they're nice, they're social, they're engaging, you know, and again, no disrespect to nursing homes, but it has a different vibe to it. Right. And just saying, this is not a bad place to be. Assisted living is simply, there's people there to help you out with some of your needs to make sure you're not gonna get in harm's way. So looking at this and being able to finance this, to have the means, if something was to happen to you or your spouse or family member, don't you owe it to your loved ones to at least investigate this. There's a liability we have in our industry if we don't have that conversation with our clients and say, oh, we don't want to bother you. You know, we got your money. We'll do investing and things like that. And our responsibility is to make sure these folks have a worry-free, secure retirement. And if we don't have a conversation on long-term care and something was to happen to one of our clients and they burn up everything and all the assets are gone, kids can come in. What do you think the kids are going to say possibly do to the advisor? I thought my parents hired you to make sure this wouldn't happen. Right. And you don't have a record saying, well, listen, we, we talked to them about long-term care. We had a dialogue. We showed them the, the options that are out there and how Medicaid planning works, et cetera. And say so they chose to simply insure and we've got a record of it here. Okay. You know, got it. But if we're out there, kids come in there and like, oh, well, we didn't want to do that. Uh, we didn't want to offend them or have an uncomfortable conversation. What do you think the kids are going to think of the advisor? Well, George, you talk a lot about the education portion of this entire planning process. And I wonder, do the parents ever bring in their adult children for these discussions with you to help make sure that everybody's on the same page? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, we encourage that. That's great. I think that's just so great. And um, I actually did a I did one years ago. Sorry to interrupt. This is when I lived in Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, many moons ago. I did a presentation in front of a group. I was going over the Medicaid side of it. And this is how it works. And this guy stopped. I don't know who the people in the crowd was. And he, he stopped and he introduced himself. He goes, I have to say something. And I said, he goes, I work, you know, for the county uh, in social services. I'm in charge of the, the Medicaid planning for long term care. I go, uh oh, I hope I said the right thing. <laughs> and he just said, he put it, he goes, let me tell you this. Everything George just said is the way it is. 
And I'm wow. here to tell you, you don't want to go down this path if you don't have to. Which well, is, and it's a highly regulated, you know, living situation. I mean, in 2020, what was all over the news, right? The CDC, our members um, at our communities went over eight months without being able to give their family members a hug. Mm. And that was such a tough situation for everybody involved in, um, you know, the, the nursing home or assisted living during that time. Thankfully, I think we're breaking out of that and families are getting back together and, and we're seeing some more activity that's a little bit more usual for life. But we appreciate you listening to us today for this discussion on long-term care. You're listening to Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing, Zach Jenkins of North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. And joining us this segment, Mary Elise Findig. Uh, she is an advisor in the office who specializes in long-term care planning. When you're looking for solutions for this, and if you have a loved one or a family member who has gone through this, you know how difficult it can be. Let's get that plan started ahead of time so that we can take some of the sting out of that uh, if it ever should come. Our phone number to reach George, Zach, and the rest of the team at North Star Financial and Retirement Planning today is 864-404-4900. And online, you can always find us at northstar65.com. That's 864-404-4900 and online at northstar65.com. George, that's about all the time that we have for this week. I'm always happy to be a part of the radio show. A lot of great information on this week's show. For now, I'll give you the last word. Well, thanks for having us on, Jerry, as usual. God bless everybody. Have a great week. Thank you. Find out more at northstar65.com. Advisory services offered through Delta Investment Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered through Delta Investment Management.